Thank you for listening to episode 86. We love you so much. Listen to Eric compliment me. This is the start of it. Compliment me. Compliment me. 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 I'm going to compliment Eric. Uh, Dolly is a great friend. Number one. She's um, trash. She has too. a great love for people. Uh, I wasn't going to say that. This is the things that I, I think are cool. So you might think the trash part is cool. I don't think you're trash. Um, so, and uh, she cares very much for her parents and, and family, and that's very admirable. I, I think that's a great quality to have. And then she's also hilarious and doesn't even realize it. But also notices when the when people are doing like little idiosyncrasies that are hilarious. So pointing out the comedy in life is what makes life good. Thank you. Um, my compliments yeah. for Eric are one, I like that Eric wants to have a good time always. He seeks joy in all things and all and in all times. Two, I've never found someone that is so like that loves music so purely three mm-hmm. um i want to be specific i'm only t- i'm not hesitating i'm just trying to think of something that will make you cry hold on <laughs> don't wait that to make me cry i can cut around things to t- speed up things his love for people I'd rather not cry eric's love for people is unmatched like seeing him um with how he interacts with his own family like the care that he shows or expresses about his own family is insane like i stand in awe of it um the um how highly he prioritizes his friendships is amazing um and people he like friendships that also he um, uh, would categorize as family is really impressive and something that I aspire to. Boom. That is going to make me cry. Hell that yeah. That is very good. That's like roasted. Roasted yeah. in a positive way. Wow. Um, uh, please enjoy episode 86. It's starting now. That was the this intro. Now you get the episode. Here you go. Snap our fingers and we're in. One, two, three. Perfect. Well, that's a good reason to be on Crate and Barrel. And it, I was not judging no, at I know. all the whole time. But, but you I threw just some like shade. to call it out when it, and when it happens. I threw a little shade as a joke just to make a joke out of it. And then when the plastic silverware joke fell flat, I knew you really were not in the in the mood for that. Yeah. I also... So I went to Target yesterday. And you know the trope about Target is that you like... Target tells you what you need and it's kind it's kind of true but mm-hmm. like there isn't very much about Target that's great. It's all kind of low grade stuff. Yeah. Um they have everything though. They, Anything you they can think so of many under the things. sun they have it. Yeah, they have pillows. Are they the greatest pillows? I could go no. right now. Yeah. Anyone can go to Target at it. But there's time. something that you might you might kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, so I went to Target yesterday, and uh, why was I going down this road? Oh, plastic. Um, so mm. I generally have used um, like paper napkins 
um, for when I eat for when guests come over. But I was like, I should probably yeah. try to go. Like, I really want to go the reusable route with as much as I can. Um, Washing um, like cloth. Yeah, napkins. cloth based napkins. Um, but I didn't like anything that they had, so I didn't buy any. But Cost I essentially want to. Market. But they're too expensive. Cost World expensive. No, no. No, not cost world, cost plus world market. What is it? It's called cost of cost, cost <laughs> plus. The discount it's already place? in the name. Yeah. It's in the name. It's not a discount. Oh, it's more expensive? Isn't it cost plus? World, it's uh, just what's world, the world market. market I think one? it's just world market. So was, I thought it was called cost plus world market. And I was like, I that's how I feel when I walk in <laughs> every time. But it, it's so nice, though. All the stuff there is like so cool. Like this, um, you can't see it from here i'm going to no. turn this a little see this keep, little thing that's holding the candles and stuff no this keep wooden going thing? keep going keep going keep going my keep computer going. is gonna fall off the stand there's no <laughs> okay, way you can't see, see this I, now i see the edge of it that's fine i see it the edge oh oh i'm seeing more of it on mine either way it's like this cool like pirate looking like barrel with like mm. metal on the top it oh, was 140 okay. bucks yeah like uh industrial so cool. metal sort of but it's wood, but nice big wood pieces with metal edge on the top, and it's like this cool grain. And it's it's I could store stuff underneath it if I want, but I don't. But it's just literally like this cool little thing to put things on, and you can't find that at Target. <laughs> exactly. And it's one hundred and twenty bucks, one hundred and forty bucks at Copla Cost Plus World Market, as I call it. Yeah. I swear it's Cost Plus. Can I look this up? Please. Prove me wrong, white man. Prove me wrong. I don't know why I pulled it in uh, race. Just because I'm white doesn't mean the cost plus world market. Yeah. Oh, it's coming up. Cost plus is it world cost market. plus? <laughs> oh, this site is risky too. Chrome, I'm done with you. Yeah. What are you, a child? <laughs> I can't even search. I'm keep. I'm opening Safari. I'm going to type in cost plus world market. It's actually called cost plus world market. Okay. But it's called World Market on their website. So I'm like, no wonder it's expensive. Oh, uh, well, it says World Market just on their site. But I, the ad said Cost Plus. I don't get it. But either way, they have they, they have multiple names in there for it. So it is expensive stuff. We talked about Cost Plus World Market, Target, and in Linwood, Washington, they're right next to each other. Exactly. So you can choose to go to and either And there's or. like a bank. So it's kind of nice. Or like a TJ Maxx or something. Oh, there too. the other thing, yeah, the other thing there is like a container store, which I've been in oh. that one too. In that same area? It's like, mm-hmm, same thing. Oh, the thing I was going to tell you actually is I totally, all day Saturday, first day off after a week of doing gigs yeah. and stuff, and I was supposed to like probably edit those five projects that I shot in the last 10 days, but instead I cleaned my room all day and organized and cleaned up and put all the gear away that's been out oh, for nice. a week and a half. So like now when I look around, I don't feel gross or like stressed out because things are just set on everything and stacked. And now it's like everything's put away. I brought a shelf in from the loft nice. and stacked video gear on it and records. So it actually looks like a cooler space than it did with just like random things sitting on stuff. Yeah. And so I'm like, I actually, it's, it's nice. Every once in a while you have to do one little small change and clean up to feel good about it. But it's funny how much more relaxed I am just looking around than when it was like chaos. Yeah. There's still a few things to, to put in place. So organize your, your life 
visually organize your internal life. Yeah. And your like body that. and your relationships. Um, it all works great. Personally and or physically. Um, mm-hmm. Don't give too much of yourself to people who don't appreciate you. Um, guard but your give, heart. Give too, give too much of yourself to your people butt. that do appreciate you. Your what? But and your <laughs> guard guard it all. Yeah. Hmm? Your gut flora. What's that? Uh, it's the bacteria in your stomach. No. Yeah, look it up. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a thing. Okay. I don't know if the Bat-tora. A is pronounced. Hold on. Gut flora. Oh, gut flora. Okay, wait, we learned something new. Science. Hold on. Yeah, Science gut flora. Gut flora refers to the world of microorganisms, predominantly bacteria that populate our intestines. So what's up? I take, oh, this is what I was telling you earlier, which Hmm. we haven't talked about on the podcast, but um, my morning routine has, I think, benefited my life. Is it um, pleasurable? No, not remotely. But here we go. The morning routine. This is it. Okay. I wake up. I wash my face, brush my teeth put on moisturizers multiple moisturizers um Mm. and then i go anti-inflammatory pill because for a secret thing that i'm never going to tell you guys um second thing i do a probiotic well that seems like a secret now it is a secret you mentioned it was a secret that i'm never going to tell them Um, okay great so anti-inflammatory pill probiotic multivitamin uh Mm -hmm. Um, uh, citrazine, cetrazine, cetrazine. Is that a drug or a herb? It's a, um, a generic, like, uh, allergy pill. Citrazine. I think it's citrazine. Oh. Um, and then I take, uh, an omega pill and I have like other. Omega threes? Yeah. Like fish, fish oil stuff. Oh, it's a pill. They have flavored orange cream fish oil. It's pretty good. Whoa. I've had that stuff. It's like a dessert. Yeah. But it's like fish oil. And I have other stuff that I should take or maybe take. I don't know. I don't know how supplements work. I haven't talked to my uh, primary doctor about what supplements I they, should be on. They do something. Yeah. But I have. Some things don't, don't work ha- as well as others. I haven't taken them like uh, consistently, but I have like biotin, calcium, uh, other uh, uh vitamin d and other stuff but like i feel like my multivitamin kind of t- takes care of all that stuff um mm-hmm. and then so i do all my pills right and then i come into the kitchen this is only half of it so far. yeah so far just half and it's exhausting already and then i make a coffee i make a ice latte with honey and then lately i've been blending my fruit instead of eating it with yogurt, the yogurt. It's easier. It's easier. Yog- it's quicker. Yogurt is the best word for that. Yeah. So this is my smoothie. I'll do, I'll break up bananas with my fingers, my little fingies in a Vitamix. Are they frozen? You're like, no, they're fresh. Well, sometimes they're frozen okay. if like the bananas have gone a little too long on the counter. Can I ask, can I ask an interjecting question about the bananas super quick? Yes, sir. Why do you break them up with your fingers if you have a Vitamix that cuts them? Because in 
So my Vitamix came with two smoothie or two like containers, like uh, drink containers, like on oh, the go yeah, containers. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. Those are so cool. instead of shoving the whole banana for this is what my brain, this is how my brain breaks it up. If I can chop up the banana and then get it to the bottom mm. as like as flat as I can get, then I can fill it with more stuff instead of being like obstructive. Yeah. So that's why yeah, I break it up with my true. fingies. So I do bananas first and then I do Costco frozen berries. Yeah. We got blueberries. We got blackberries. We have raspberries. Um, and then I go boys and berries. No, it's a tri berry. It's a tri berry. Oh, oh strictly tri berry. Okay. And then I go milk, whole milk. Okay. Nikki. Yeah, that's good. A little whole milk. Shout out Nikki Navarro loud and back. Nicole Navarro. Milk. Nicole, what's her middle name? Nicole. No, it's Elizabeth. Nikki. Elizabeth is Navarro. It Elizabeth. Nikki, I love yeah. you no matter what. Nicole. It is. Get off my back about how I pronounce it. It took me four times to get it right. Yeah. She doesn't like milk. No, she doesn't like how you and I pronounce milk. I know. She doesn't like milk. M E L K. No, she can't handle milk. <laughs> Her body. She can handle. She's not I an know, elite. But she doesn't like, like the way we say it. So she doesn't like milk. She likes milk, not milk. <sighs> I'm messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. I, uh, I, I also it. had yep. two pinch tones. Do you hear those two different tones in my thing right now? Demonic. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, that was a little low. Yeah. It did a little. If you were in a rocking chair, like you were talking Ooh, about seeing boy. a rocking chair yeah, movie. And then I turn, walk the other way and then you're like. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. have a good night. I will I'll be, I'll see you later. Yeah. Everyone I'm in this out. room, whoever is in this room. Yeah. Um, Peace. So I do milk and then I do, uh, I do some yog, hit, hit it with the yogurt. And Yo. then. Oh, y- yogurt and yogurt are the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever is remaining left, I hit it with more milk in the thing. In Smart. the container. Um, do you do yes. juice at all? Not in the smoothie. Like orange juice. No. Orange juice in a smoothie is, is actually pretty good. It's like the yeah. or pineapple. But, pineapple and orange mixed with it. Yeah, but yeah. when when I have strawberries, that's the move I go. But I, f- oh, I don't want to yeah, do like additional sugars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, milk's a little more. It's nice to add that like texture. Banana and milk is really nice yeah. in a smoothie. Yeah. So then I blend that up and then that is all I have in the morning. Um, and let me tell you. No breakfast. That is the breakfast. That is, yeah. Yeah. The coffee and the smoothies the- and the pills. And mm-hmm. uh, between the probiotic and the dairy and all the fruit. Hey, kids. Mm-hmm. Hey, kids. Hey, kids. <laughs> Hey kids, guess who's got it's a good weight loss plan? Yeah, guess who has a strong gut? Your girl. Yeah. You, you got it. It's me. Yeah, I, I feel like caffeine in general is is um just a water weight plan for me. Just like, you you drink caffeine, the diuretic. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna clean you out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. High mode so diuretic. Every, like we're going to go golfing tomorrow morning. And if I start drinking yerba mate as I hit the golf course, I'm running to trees to pee three times <laughs> on, a, on a small course. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's just ridiculous. That's... So I got to wake up at 6 a.m. to leave by 7.30 to not have a problem. That's the one thing I'm envious about, guys. Not the fact that or people who have that. The ability to pee behind a tree. Th no, the. But you actually did almost pee behind a tree if you were changing back there. Hey, it could, like you yeah, could have. Tree. Yeah. Bur two birds, could've. one stone. Yeah. <laughs> There was that lady in <laughs> exactly two birds and one he stone. He changed at the same time. <laughs> yeah. um, it's too. It's, it's like that lady in France that that walked into the men's room and peed at a urinal when I was in there. Oh sure, no joke. Yeah, that one. That, that's like a, a dire need. Yeah, um, that like not that not that I would ever want to pee in public. But the fact that it's such an easier experience for people who have um, that uh, organ, external organ. Are you walking around the topic? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I would, I would just say, yeah, it's great because you could just, be, if you have to go, you go, you go run around a tree or whatever else. It's, it's quick. However, um, when I did it in South Seattle on the way to like film a wedding somewhere and then no one was in sight and it was the back of an alley and I turned and then this couple's walking up with their dog All and right. I was definitely peeing on the back of a building and I had my hoodie on, but it looked like home. Uh, I didn't look homeless, but it just, it, did, it wasn't a good look and they turned and walked the other way instantly and I ran around the building to hide and I was like, so stupid because I look both ways. I'm like, I'm good. I got so bad. No place will let me use their bathroom because of stupid COVID. Yeah. And I was like, then I was like, okay, relief. And then I turn and they're walking right up. In an it's emergency situation, most people would understand. Some people, you're just not going to be able to convince I wasn't even that it's talk to remotely acceptable. Right. We made eye contact. It's not at all socially acceptable. <laughs> just like you acceptable. with that one kid. Yeah. No. No. But it's like, if there's no bathroom, what do you do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Pee your pants? Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm, I don't pee, -pee in like, my pants. Pee in a bottle in your car. No, yeah. thank you. No, yeah. thanks. Uh, and yeah. being a person who owns... Um, not a... <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this. Being a person that doesn't own an external organ like you do. That's right. Okay, fair enough. Real messy. There's no clean way to yeah. go about it. Yeah. Oh, it'd be, it's messy if you pee your pants. It's very similar with yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So it's just not a good situation. Yeah. Any extension of surface, well, that's, not a great deal. I mean, if I had to count the times I've had to pee outside somewhere just because I couldn't make it to a bathroom, I contemplated not pulling over today on the way to work. Well, because <laughs> I was starting to like, I got to wherever it was, and then I was like, I need to get some snacks for stuff, but it's the pressure is building. I'm gonna just make it. Yeah. But I was like, what if you get to that point? You're like, when you're starting to look for a sp place on the side of the road, you can pull over and hide. You know, it's like dire need. Yeah. Not that I want to keep talking. And that's about the problem pee. with the world's smallest, smallest bladder. I have the world's smallest bladder. One of. Today I thought I had. Today I almost convinced myself that my bladder was small. Because in maybe like an hour and a half of time, I went to the bathroom three times to relieve myself. Because all, all that morning That's I'd normal. had was liquids. Yeah, if, you, if you've... 
I'll, the first two hours, if I've drank a whole yerba mate and water and taken vitamins and whatever, probably three or four times in two hours. Jeez. And then I'm ready to go oh, for two hours. Man. Uh, speaking of. <laughs> hour and a half. Maybe like a 20 minute ago passing comment. Speaking of Michaela Tucker, she sent me this video of this woman who was uh, explaining her like daily routine, like what she consumed in mm -hmm. a day. It was all liquids. I I am not joking with you. It was all liquids. She didn't eat. She didn't eat. She didn't chew a single thing. And it was like, like she drank eight smoothies. different drinks. Yeah. And like these weird little flask. Uh, wait, flask is the wrong word. Like think of. Um, vials. Yes. Like encapsulated vials of something or another. It was like. It must have been like vitamins and like energizing. Did she look healthy? I mean, what does healthy look like? You know? Well, obviously she, we're looking at it right now. We look pretty healthy, except my I neck mean, has always ingrown hairs. That looks terrible. But I'm all right right now. I found, I have a couple of zits. Um, it's because of the smoothies. They do say the skin is... They say the skin is like the teller of like what your diet's doing to you. And that, with these ingrown hairs now, it looks like I'm just like killing yeah. myself. I don't think with, you like, exfoliate, babe. I don't exfoliate, but I did start using shaving cream instead of dry shaving. Do you shave up or down? That's good. No, down. But I, so here's the thing. I would use the electric razor first, go over everything, and yeah. there was barely any left. And then I would just, it was already warm. The way the you're water, moving your hand, though, down. you're going up. No, I'm going like this. You went like that. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. If you well, shave down. I wouldn't down. do that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the problem. So, I have a few I got to get rid of. And after that, I'll be good. Yeah. But they, they're lingering and sitting there. You might, like, so. you don't have to take this advice at all. Like, who whom are me? Whomer. Whom are me? Who are you? Whom are me? Who humor you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do. You should just treat yourself every time you shave. Like, take the extra 10 minutes, do a warm towel, do heat, and, like, open up mm -hmm. your pores, soften it, and then Probably. do the shaving cream Probably. and do that. That'll be my, my routine, and that way it adds do on that. to the morning stuff besides being fast. Yeah. Because, yep. like, you're going to have to do this for the rest of your life. Then you have to also get aftershave. Yeah. Unless I pull the, unless I get the hair surgically removed, but I kind of, I, I don't, every time I let it, let it grow out though, after a day, I'm like, it needs to be shaved. I don't like exactly. it. If you liked hair, I'd say mm -hmm. don't do it. But, oh, I, I honestly, I don't know. I go back and forth between like hair removal treatments. I wouldn't do that. I would say it's, it's nice. Like the five o'clock shadow is cool. But by day two, I'm like, okay, kind of done with this. I yeah. don't want it. Like I contemplated just like going to work with the two day shadow. And I was like, it just looks like I s didn't sleep or that I'm like, un, you know, but a lot of people are rocking it now. So sure. It's just different. It's different when the hair is white. If the hair is dark, it shows up full. It looks kind of, kind of like there's nothing there for a while with the white. So that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Treat yourself. Do. I will. Yeah hot towel even like even that hot towel like don't you don't need to invest in anything just do a no, hot towel on simple. the face yeah i need i have to invest in one thing a washcloth because i don't own any boom <laughs> so target that would be 
combine and that's how we tie this shiz together. Probably go to Fred Meyer. <laughs> yeah, it all works together. We'll go to Target. Yeah. <laughs> this shiz. Yeah. Tie this all together. We're going to. T- I'm going to go to Target or Cost Plus World Market for my towels. Maybe. There you yeah. go. I still but yeah. Don't we understand can. We can. Cost Plus. I don't it, understand what they do. It says it on the outside. It's smaller writing. But what they is listen. You're not freaking light me up right now. What Cost Plus has is the most random mm-hmm. things. It's they sell furniture. They sell. Um, it is random, goods. but it's all cool looking. They sell like I know the food stuff's weird, insane, and then they sell and the like artwork is not great. Utensils rugs. and plates, and it's kind of like an anthropology. It's like a little fancier. The little things you get are like nice, but they don't do dishware. Anthropology doesn't do dishware. No, they don't. But I just mean like it's a it's the boutique store. Boutique. boutique. <laughs> Not boutique. <laughs> it's that boutique. Botox store. Yeah. Yeah. It's a boutique store where like the little things are so cool. Like the lamp I have in the loft. I got my dad yeah. there because it was this cool wooden like rounded one. It just everything looks like you paid a little bit more for it because you did because it's called you Cost for sure Plus. Did. Yeah. 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 And, and any type of furniture I bought. I bought my dad a couch there because it fit in his small Whoa. apartment when he had an apartment. And the couch was like. Sure was. Oh. You don't even need to say bucks. it. Yeah, sure was. I know. Bought him a little couch. And then he, he wore one side of it out. I ended up having to throw it out. Because one he sat in the one spot the whole time and the springs wore out. I was like, this is really no good at this point. But it was this like really like felty. He was moving up and I wanted to like treat him. Be like, hey, he's moving from like a hundred square foot room to his own apartment. Let's get this felty like really nice sure. little couch he could sit on and and then i could come over we'll hang out and watch shows which we did so it paid for itself for that value in it but i could have found a couch so much cheaper and so much more comfortable for and like a little one that he could sit in and probably would have loved for like a hundred bucks on craigslist or something yeah so that was the problem with going to a place like that dude but, one time yeah. the best craigslist thing I ever got was an all leather L sectional couch, like Italian couch, uh, for free, for free. All leather. All leather. Where is it now? Who knows? Who's to say? No, but how how could you ever get rid of that if you got it for free and it was that nice? I th- or was it not nice? No, it was really nice. It wasn't worn at all. I got it at the, I picked it up at the Bellevue Towers in Bellevue like these people were just getting rid of it I think they were moving or something and they were like they had posted it for a price it was like maybe like less than $300 or something and then I was like yeah I'll, mm. I'll do it I'll buy it and I told them when I was gonna show up and pick it up and then I and then when I texted them that morning to like confirm that I was gonna roll by they were like you know what it's free just take it I was like cool I was like, great. I pull up with a friend and That's it's amazing. gone from where they say it was going to be completely gone. It was like in the garage. Right. And I, I like call them when I show up and I was like, Hey, I'm here. I'm ready to get the couch. Are you guys bringing it down or something? And they're like, Oh, we left it down there. And they're like, hold on. And they go look at security camera and they spot that their neighbors had like brought it to their apartment 
and their neighbors brought it, it down and gave it to us. Isn't that the wildest thing? So the neighbors took it. The neighbors took then, it because they thought it was they... just like free or it was going out to trash or and something. And then when they realized someone was waiting for it, they're like, oh, so sorry. Yeah, because the previous owners had called them to be like, hey, we had someone coming for it, whatever. And then I got it for free. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a shady story. No. That's nice. I mean, but still weird, you know. Well, yeah. And any like leather, actual leather couch mm-hmm. is so expensive. Yeah. As I found out with this chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anything that's real and not and not fake, you know, the fake pleather stuff goes goes quick. Yeah. And I treated out. it. I like I would um, put um, the what's that solution on it? Oh, the, uh, like, lens oil. Lens oil. Lens. Something. Man, that's the like thing yellow. about leather jackets. I owned a couple over the years. And you have to like spray it like Wilson's Leather Company. My mm-hmm. friend worked there and he's like, you need a leather coat, I'm telling you. And I was like, I just don't feel like it's my vibe. Black sure. leather, no. Like maybe a, uh, I, I got like a, I wanted a longer one. They were all like shorter. But you got to like spray them and do yeah. stuff to them and like keep them up. And I'm like, I just don't feel like I need that. Like give me something that's easier. Yeah. Like the Michelin man coat I have now. It's just like a winter oh, coat. Just like not Michelin man, but yeah. The like puffer jacket. Mm-hmm. Little, little puffy. There is, listen, who does not love princess Diana, uh, her family also, um, <laughs> princess die. There's the a photo yeah. of princess die at like, Ooh, where is um I'm that film festival what? in Cannes? No, it's here in the U.S. Um, Robert De Niro oh. and Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Um, yeah. Ooh, it's in I like it's a it's like a mountainous snowy. Yeah, area. it's in uh, Utah. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Um. I'm going to find it now. Anyways, it's her in like a trucker hat, shades, a red puffer jacket, black pants, and brown Chelsea Mm -hmm. boots. Dude, I have wanted to recreate that outfit for years. For years. (laughs) It sounds like it dropped a demon mode. (laughs) Um, Sundance Film Festival. I'm looking it up. Dude. That would be a Halloween costume. That for any listener oh, that's that is nineteen eighty seven. For any listener, please look up this outfit. It goes so hard. It's so classic, and it's just her like, like set aside mm-hmm. Princess Diana's clothes post her finding out Prince Charles was cheating on her. Banger, banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. Insane. Mm -hmm. She just like she's like you know what I'm gonna look good. Yeah, looks great. Like cocktail dresses looks amazing. Any like formal wear, street wear. The um, I I will go out on a limb and say that she was the original athleisure girl. She has leisure athlete. Yeah. Athleisure. She has some banger outfits, like killer outfits where she's wearing like, um, uh, not, 
I don't, I forget what it's called. It's like, think of Spanx, you know, like, um, like form fitting, like swick, like sweat swick, um, shorts Mm -hmm. of all things, not pants, like shorts with oversized sweaters, glasses, high, like high socks and sneakers. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So good. Princess Di. And I couldn't find the picture. I looked up. Yeah, when I typed in like Princess Di Cannes Film Festival, maybe I have to type 1987 because that was the year she attended. And what was she wearing to that one? Um, a red puffer jacket. Like puffy. Boom. Here we go. Hold on. Okay. Do you see this? Oh, okay. Dude. Yeah, that's cool. Yep, that's a look. And she's that's like on a mission like walk absolutely like uh her serious face yeah like stomping across this street <laughs> so great it's so good so i i should have just typed in princess diana puffer jacket oh man love princess oh Di. you know it's interesting yeah kate middleton is wearing a similar red well, puffer jacket if trend if anyone has been watching or like following the past couple years once prince william and prince harry have been um married or like seriously involved in their relationships their partners Mm -hmm. so kate and megan have been doing nods towards princess die and it's fantastic it's like very honoring yeah yeah Mm -hmm. the where her like yeah her pieces or like influenced pieces um uh, mm. uh, what's it called? Like giving a nod to outfits, like iconic outfits that Princess Di was photographed in yeah. or b- filmed in, whatever. And it's not the same thing, but it's the style of. Yeah. Or maybe some of the things could be some of the dresses. Yeah, maybe like worn. 90% are actual pieces that they're wearing. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I will say that I saw a special about uh, Queen Elizabeth II and Kate Middleton's uh, relationship and showing them like hanging out together and laughing and they'd like have get together days and, and this was in the last few years and just like joking around and it's like it's cool like really accepting her as a daughter and, and then you know all that stuff it was cool to see like the them like exchanging nods and smiles while they're signing something in front of people and different stuff like that and be like they'd occasionally just have a day like let's get together and go have some tea and go do this and you oh, know nice. just like isn't that like it seems like crazy to think like your life is just well now you're you're royalty and you're gonna do these things and you and you're like you get to go have tea with the most important person in this country and this is your life and you're hanging out here it's just like it's such a like surreal thing to think about sure yeah because like you're it's kind of like maybe not what like my life personally wouldn't be what i choose but at the same time you're like how cool is it that you're just like you're now elevated to that level of you're part of the monarchy like royalty yeah 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 and the youth a youth pastor would say right now you're already there because god's uh, brought you into his kingdom <laughs> to do uh, to do this thing <laughs> So I just had to do that, throw that in there at the end of it for you. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm dying. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's just so funny. But uh, but no, I mean, in it, it's, because God it, is, even though it's true. Because it's God like, is omnipresent. So um, you're already in heaven. 
You're already tasting the glory. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm tasting what? Yeah. yeah. The glory. Yeah. It's great. But there's always, yeah, there's there's a part of me that does feel like you got to create your life here to be uh, in this present realm to be as good as you possibly can and enjoy as much of it as you can. And that's kind of the way I try to live now because I had too many years of like worrying about stuff and stressing out. And now I'm like, what does it, none of it matters. Like there's that one quote of Solomon saying like vanity, vanity, all is vanity, Mm -hmm. like nothing matters. And it's like a really, like, if you read it, you're like, well, that's depressing. This guy obviously had some problems. And then you're like, you really break it down if nothing really matters what what am i like struggling for what am i worried about i should just like relax and just do the things i want to do yeah as long as they're being good as long as it's good to other people and not going to cause like bad bad things to happen to other people Mm. but that's my motto now my motto a few years ago was like do everything for everyone and i still have a bit of that i need to lose some of that Mm. but just get back to the the actual important things yeah i don't know i find myself um i mean if i feel like i've shared this before probably one too many times um like biblical things are so ingrained in me and i'm so i'm such a weathered woman and mm-hmm. you've been you've gone through the church true. Right yeah absolutely grinded down um to the soul yeah down to a nub the soul of your shoes yeah not down to the soul of the soul yeah. that like i still have conflicted thoughts and interests or like pursuit of beliefs i guess when it comes to things Mm -hmm. like um like the only reason i bring this up is is because of what you said about um or what we were just like kind of jokingly lightly talking about regarding um youth pastor yeah like a conflicting thought i have is like or what's been ingrained in me is like our purpose on earth is to worship and essentially it's like a trial run of what uh we will be experiencing in heaven and that is so loaded because i would probably say i mean for so many people that is not their truth about their life here on heaven or what they've or sorry not on not in heaven uh, their their life here on earth regarding like things they've experienced people that have imposed their themselves on them who've yeah. like i mean the whole spectrum you know of like truly terrible things that should never have happened to them um and for and they're saying this is a taste of heaven exactly <laughs> like, this is for a, people this who is a taste of the conversation of being like life on earth should be great and you should be thankful for the things that you have and the things that you've experienced because they're all um god's will 
is so yeah that part's not good yeah it's so god's god allowed this to happen to you exactly mm-hmm. and it's like i i me as a person i cannot believe that like there is no ounce of me that's like all mm. of this is god's will because there are truly terrible things like outrageous unspeakable acts like atrocities that happen to people to like yeah. not only adults like children and oh yeah well it's a whole spectrum yeah yeah that i'm just like you and then they're like well well everything happens for good for those who love the lord yeah and i'm like you could maybe bring some positive out of something but it doesn't mean that every like doesn't mean a family member dying of a disease like i had or other things was like god's will was that your mom died at 48 of cancer or all these things you're like those aren't like people are like well must have been God's will that she didn't get cured from cancer. And you're like, that's your perspective to like deal with your like sadness, but it's not actuality, you know? Yeah. I just, it's the kind of it's, it's yeah. Cause it's, it's a way for people to like rationalize all the things. And for me, when I say like, I want my life, I want to fashion my life to enjoy all the things. It's not like, Hey, everything that happens is just awesome. Like awesome. This person, uh, totaled their car and is in the hospital and like uh, I learned about Zac Efron getting his jaw redone from falling and hitting a fountain and his jaws like all squared up now oh wow awesome <laughs> great like he looks not half half as much of like the the girls want him kind of look as he did before awesome God wanted him to do that for his humility or whatever else you know so those are the things that's like just that's a celebrity example but I'm just saying like People will just try to twist everything to be like, this is how it's supposed to be. And I just think like living, living a, a content life or a gratitude life doesn't mean you're thinking everything's awesome. You're like taking everything for what it is. And then you're enjoying, you're trying to make the best of everything either way. But it's yeah, like that's, that's more what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just in, like focus on things I do enjoy and do those things. I think what I have the hardest time coming against is like the manipulation aspect of it of like like mm. all things like when people say you know all things are um permissive you know like god is uh oh gosh what's that thing um the permissive will of god god's allowing this to happen yeah yeah like i I don't like, like, at the, like, when you boil down what the Bible is, except for, like, a few Mm -hmm. chapters, it's someone's interpretation of what they feel God revealed to them or what they heard or what they saw. When they were reading it. Yeah. And. Well, that's what, that's what devotional books are, is people, like. They're like, this is what this means to me. You're like, cool. Oh, maybe I like that. Yeah. But when it's taken like verbatim of like, this is the word of God, we need to follow this to the T. And it's like the interpret, like when it was said then to this specific crowd at this specific time, doesn't mean that it's, um, uh, like, it, it applies to you now the same way it did to them for that. Yeah. At the same time. Like, this is a historical book about the Jewish people, the Israel Israelites, 
of that time and, and it's historical and it's going through their history. And there's like, there's applications for your life cause they're humans and you go through it, but it doesn't mean like everything has to be verbatim now. I don't think either. And that's the thing that like people would have trouble with. Like there's people that, that I'm, that are like, well, unless you do this, you aren't quote unquote saved. And I'm like, I don't think everyone has to do exactly this one avenue in order to be quote unquote saved, but that doesn't qualify to that. That sounds very unchristian to Christian uh, sure. communities. <laughs> and so it, it comes across as being like, that's, that's why I like the term spiritual more than, than religious. Cause I feel like spiritual is like very nice. Cause it covers a lot of topics. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm not against I'm not against religious in general because it means someone's into their beliefs. Yeah, so that's absolutely. Good. But uh, but I, uh, there's no problem with e any of it. But I just choose to like I'm not into like uh, religious rules and rhetoric. I'm more into like the spiritual side of uh, what religion is. Yeah. My biggest hang up has always been people has always been the people like either in charge of distri like distributing the word of God or the people elected or volunteered to lead me in things where I'm just like one, you mm. and I will never have a personal relationship. So how can you take this giant book that is so vague or so distinctly yeah. particular to the set in time to these people and try to correct me or like, quote unquote shepherd me through this thing that like into your way of thinking yeah so like oh we got you on the right track now and that's the thing about like when people preach about lost sheep you're like okay so what's your definition and maybe it's your definition versus someone else's or something else like um man what was it recently so i grew up seventh day adventist mm -hmm. which we've talked about and that's like all other Christians who go to church on Sunday are wrong. And unless they become Adventists, they're probably losing their salvation. All yeah, this stuff can't go, you know, that you can't go past your knees up. in the river. Can't go past your knees in the river on Saturday. You can't go hiking. But my, my cousin's son, who's like, um, he's, uh, no, 11 now, 12, was like saying like, well, if they don't, like kind of like what I grew up with, well, if they don't do this, they're, they're wrong. They're not doing you know, yeah. like, cause that's, you're taught like we we are doing the right thing. And I, and I didn't want to go into like the whole thing about the Adventist church being around 300 years. And what about everyone before that who did other things yeah. or things like that? Um, but, um, I was just like, well, you know, for the people that are going to church on Sunday and doing this, this is what they're called to do. And they're not in the same mind as us. So I'm like, it's tough for me to, to, judge what they're doing or I was trying to like do it in a way that's like for me it's all everyone's doing their thing and doing their best and trying to keep it really open without maybe preaching making him believe what I believe <laughs> at the same time but I remember being in the spot being like well if they don't aren't the same as us then they can't be saved and that's like the whole it gets you like really like gung-ho for your certain religion for sure yeah. I thought what we could do well I wanted to say this to wrap up the idea on the religion stuff was basically the, I think that if people are doing something, if their if their belief system is making them a better person and they're following something that's making the world better and like they get something positive out of it, there's no reason to like dog on that or have any issue with people like getting being better people from something, and 
and and there's things that I believe that other people wouldn't believe and vice versa too. So like, I'm not going to, I don't want to slam anyone else's beliefs either, but some people will be like, they need to be on my belief system or it doesn't count. And that's just like, I can't believe that anymore. <laughs> like I used to. Yeah. I, um, I agree with you. I think that like, no one, unless someone is doing harm against people or me or my family or whoever, like, why do I, why would I care what someone believes in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no direct does it, does impact. Does it affect your, like, does it affect, does it affect your quote unquote salvation? Does it affect like your day to day life? If someone believes something different. Yeah. And my the health answer, or my 99. safety. percent of it is like, no. no, it doesn't. Yeah. So why is it such a big deal? Yeah. Cause people are want, want to be around familiarity or people that like believe the same. I personally like people believe different that people believe different things so I can like have a conversation. And uh, at my friend's uh, Halloween party a couple years ago, his roommate and his other friend were like, oh, got some acid. And so they had dropped a little bit of acid themselves. And uh, then they started talking about the universe. And it was a very interesting <laughs> conversation. Sure. And it was just I was like, I'm not touching that stuff, but I'm going to sit here and enjoy this conversation and talk with them about like, oh, what do you think about like this and this? And their minds were just like Gonzo. they were going into like some deep stuff. And yeah. it was like, or not gonzo as much, but just like they sure. were like thinking like about uh, higher things in themselves and, uh, and going through this conversation. And then they got, got a little heated at one, at one point, <laughs> which is just stupid. The people arguing while they're high on something and not like <laughs> not realizing like you don't need to argue about this. It's fine. But they're, the discussion part is fun. Yeah. I like the hearing different beliefs. And. I try to, I'm, I notice myself, if someone's telling me something they believe that I just flat out don't believe, I want to be sure my face isn't like souring or looking like, you know what I mean? Like the, back in the day, it'd be like, or whatever. Disapprove, like there was a judgmental look. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be like, you know, I understand like if people believe in reincarnation and you come back as an animal or this and that, I'm like. I'm not the one to tell you that's not true, but I, I personally don't feel that way. Yeah. But I also, I'd, but, but then I'd want to uh, come back as a golden retriever for either a millennial or like a middle class mm -hmm. family. They feel like they're the most loved, you know, like Beethoven, Beethoven in the movie. Beethoven well, there was a, a nice little, he family. was a St. Bernard. So no, well, I know that. Also, but no, but I mean like this that that house, that style, like a family that has some money. It's well, you go on vacation. I love uh Bonnie Hunt. Fun fact. Oh yeah. The mom. Yeah. Uh so fun fact. Um the so, doctor so, so, in Beethoven was in yeah. the original cast of company and he sings my favorite song, possibly of all time. No, it's still um God, God only knows, knows by, by Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Yeah. But maybe either tied or second is Being mm. Alive, written by Stephen okay. Sondheim, performed by that guy. I'm so sorry, that guy. I don't know your name. I'm going to type it in real quick. Oh, Being Alive. Dude, it. <sighs> Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. P.H. Oh, okay. Stephen. I'm just going to click it now and I'm going to play it in a little okay. bit. So. But yeah, I'll have it the book, first book time I heard the original um, performance of it. 
I looped it mm. for like easily three hours and cried. Cried all three hours. The same song. Same song. Wow. So good. Awesome. It's that, that so has to be. good. Like the lyrics alone are amazing because it like company. The It's a Broadway. It's a it's a show. Hmm. Okay. But the song itself tells such an encapsulating story of a person like from the get you understand where this person currently is and the um yeah. the sh- uh, the change that happens to them in this one song it's so good wow okay um but he is the doctor who tries to freaking kill the dog in beethoven and stanley tucci's wait yes stanley tucci, tucci is the doctor is he no, the no, doctor? no. Stanley Stucci is not the doctor. He's one of the kidnapper kidnappers. Oh, that's right. He's got the cowboy boots. He's Stephen got the Sondheim, like cow printed boots. Yeah, Stephen Sondheim is the writer and composer for that for that play or for that um, show. So, but he's Ooh. in. He's the doctor that tries to kill Beethoven. Not Stephen Sondheim. That the actor who sings the song being alive <laughs> i was like looking at steven sondheim like i don't recognize this guy at all <laughs> yeah. one more twist <laughs> um what oh gosh what was it we're talking about beto and stanley stucci um coming back as a dog oh if you're reincarnation hbo currently right now has the documentary of the recording of company the original broadway cast performance Oh, that would be cool. And it's yeah for you, for you, mm-hmm. you would love it would be because cool. it's all film. It's all sixteen millimeter film recording, and it's behind the scenes with the actors. It's behind and the, the scenes, but it's like old school recording um, performances. So it's in a studio, but it's a full band yeah. in front of the performers. So they're, and they're mixed live to document the yeah. Wow, it's that is cool. So yeah, and good. the film looks so good. It's so yeah. good. There's Elaine Stritch, is part of the original cast. Um, she I forgot what part she played. Uh, but she sings um, "Ladies Who Lunch." It's a classic song. Uh, people will know it. Um, so I've never seen this one. And oh, "Ladies Who Lunch" is two above there. So yeah. okay, I'll check those. So. Out. That's so I I feel I haven't seen the play itself. Um, there was a revival. Hey, actually, hey, Heather McMahon. Full circle. Yeah. Heather McMahon uh-huh. is friends with Chris Kettner, who produced the revival. And Patti Lapone, oh. who is a Broadway icon legend, played that part, this revival that Elaine Stretch originated. But in the HBO documentary of the recording, Elaine Stritch, mm-hmm. um, so it's her turn to record her song, Ladies Who Lunch. And it's like a like an evening recording, and it's it's just already been a long day for her, and her voice is gone. Like, she just can't perform the song to what her potential is, or what Steven is expecting, or what the band is expecting. And she is just trying in her the documentary? hardest. Yeah, in the documentary. She is just trying her oh, hardest wow. to like perform this song to her like full capacity. And they're just like, babe. Yeah. 
like we gotta just call this like you are tired we know this sucks we're Come behind tomorrow. on everything Let's do it tomorrow. we gotta do it tomorrow and she's so like determined to get it but she can't so like the next day they come back and she knocks it out of the park it's ins- it's so yeah. good it's so and you're great. seeing all the behind the scenes with all this stuff that's the stuff i wish that every movie had a whole film crew following behind the scenes and yeah. they put out these mini shorts i would watch those more than the original movies because once you or once you've seen the movie you get to see all the behind the scenes and and jokes and different things that's the stuff that i think is the most fun yeah it's great you got to check it out you need to check it out okay i will i i think there's hbo and one one computer in the house so we'll figure it out or one tv um or just give me your login yeah we'll do that (laughs) figure it out yeah we'll figure it out um but i want to watch that for sure yeah so you're coming back as a golden retriever i would uh come back as my dog stinky same kind of like a pit bull pointer blue healer makes would be so cool but i also um Unlike people, I have talked with some people about this recently who are into reincarnation with of coming back as an animal or coming back as like another person. And I'm like, I personally don't feel like I came back as, or I had another life before this. And that's why the deja vu or all these things happen. But there's people that are spiritually connected and can like sense things and just have the sense like they had another lifetime. And I'm like, who am I to say that they didn't have it? Yeah. But them believing that doesn't, doesn't change my day-to-day life or how i feel about living yeah there's this so, that's the thing there's a um comedians and cars drive uh hold on comedians and cars Getting drinking coffee. coffee there's an episode with jerry and the guy who played kramer god knows yes, what his name one. is who knows it's, people uh, know michael i just richards. don't know it yeah michael richards yeah, yeah. um in his episode, there's a quick moment where he, where he, Michael shares a story about a savant he came across or a friend, something about a savant. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so the, what he tells in his story, it's worth watching. It's great. Um, but oh, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, what I've he shares is like um, someone the savant had a chess game going like this was his thing this was the savant's thing was chess games and this guy sits down to play him and the savant goes hey you're only gonna get uh like one chance to beat me or like to play me and then i'm done like fully Mm. confident like the subtext is the guy the savant is fully confident in his abilities he knows he's gonna beat this guy and that's it and the other guy sits down is like yeah sure whatever or three chances or something. Something like that. And the guy sits down. Three moves. You get three moves. Yeah, yeah. something. Something. And the guy sits down. They do their they do their bet. The savant beats him. And he's like, okay, bye. And the guy's like, no, let's play again. He's like, no. I told you. Like, I told you the rules when you sat down. And I beat you. This is it. And the guy leaves. And the guy's chasing him down the street. The savant leaves. Yeah, the savant's like, no, we're done wrapped up i told you what the rules were you're done and the guy is so like upset that he got beat like so like absurdly quickly beat that he's like no we Mm. you need to give me another chance he's like no i told you exactly what the rules were this was the these were the rules and you agreed and we sat down and i beat you and that's it and like i forgot what the tie is 
What were we just the talking joke? about? Uh, religion and what it matters, like what someone else believes and what oh, you believe. Oh, reality. You were talking about reality. Yeah. Of like, so Michael yeah. Michael Richards. Does it affect my reality for someone else to believe something? Yeah. Michael, Rick, Michael Richards associates this guy's, uh, the savant's level of reality to being different than the guy that sat down of being like he's so in tuned with this alternate reality or like not alternate but like Mm -hmm. this other reality that the guy that sat down is not in tune to that he knew exactly what he was gonna do how it was gonna go yeah yeah and that was it and that's what happened and Mm -hmm. like who's to say which one's right yeah which one's better than the other? Because mm-hmm. one person's just like hoping for another chance to do better. And that's a good attitude to have too. Or you're just like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Did it. Mm-hmm. Done. You know. So that's, yeah, it's true. That's why that's why I think spirituality is interesting and religion's interesting, which is why I need to read the world religion book that I have. Um, but there's people that are like, oh, the okay, I will I, I will end this podcast on a, this story. Okay. So I was, this is episode 86, for the end of 86 right here. Um, so I was actually telling uh, our, our friend Becky about this this week, but I was listening to driving into work the other day. I was listening to 92.5 and they were doing like to catch a cheater. Okay. Right. So that where they, they offer like, hey, we you've just won a dozen roses on this random thing. Who do you want to send them to? And the wife was like, well, my husband's been distant recently. I think he's cheating. And I never listen to these because I always hate cheating stuff. And they're always cheating. <laughs> and this one I was like, always. let's just play this one out. Yeah, yeah they're, I mean, they're not going to air one that it, someone's not cheating because it's just boring then for them. It's not, that's it's called to catch a cheater. But may, this was like, I was like, let me, I'll, I'll go back. Let me, I skipped through it quickly, went back. And then the wife's like, so they call him and he's like, he's like, well, I'm going to send the roses to my wife. Hope, uh, I love her very much. This and that and like, he's like, oh, well, I'm confused now. So you must, you might not be cheating. And he's like, what do you, what? <laughs> he's like, hope's here to talk to you. And cause because the wife's on the phone listening, right? Okay. And so then she's like, the well, DJs you've been really have the, recently. the wife on the line. The DJs are the ones that are on the call talking yeah. to the guy to give him these roses. And usually the guy's like, I'll send them to Jennifer. And then the wife's like, you son of a. And yeah. then, you know, the, who's Jennifer? Who's Jennifer? Like, hey, we're done. You know, all this, all this stuff. I hated it. But uh, this one, the husband says it to the wife. He's like, oh, yeah, I love her very much. And. He's like, why would, and he's all calm. He's like, why would you think I'm cheating? There's nothing. And she's like, well, you've been distant. You haven't been going to church with me and you've been doing this. And he's like, honestly, he's like, I kind of am at a spot where I'm searching for my spiritual path. And I'm a little like, not sure that what I grew up with is what I want. He's like, I love you very much, but I'm just not, I'm searching, you know, I'm not like, he's like a friend of mine at work is, is an atheist and he gave me this book i've been reading about different spiritualities i'm kind of just like on a path of searching i love you very much and of course you love my life all this stuff it was like a very like nice sentiment thing but she was like you're like what this is terrible this is this is worse than you cheating wow she would rather have him cheating than she's like you're gonna lose your salvation and the radio host was like you're she's like that's the lady who was on it um 
It's actually, it was Jubal, the Jubal show. It was 106.1. Yeah. But his wife, Alex Fresh is her name. Uh, who cares who the last name is though? Alex was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter for this story. <laughs> Alex was like, hey, he's like, that's your, talking to the wife, that's your belief. But maybe he doesn't feel that way about like the salvation part. You know, like he's like, hey, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I love you very much. I want to spend time with you. I'm just not feeling like church is my jam right now. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds like a totally normal, fine conversation. Like, but that was like so devastating to her. And so that was, that's one of those, like, it was funny because she was like, yeah, I would rather had you be cheating than like, know that you're like struggling with your faith. He's like, I'm not struggling. I'm just searching. So I'm trying to figure things out. And he was like so calm and not angry. And she was a little bit like, what? It was, it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I love, uh, sometimes you get those moments. You're just like, you know, I like, it's, it's life's a lot more relaxed when I'm not trying to like figure out every little detail and have everything pinned to the wall as this is this, this is this, this is this, this yeah. is this. I, um, earlier today I started giggling because I, um, thought about like <laughs> what my first wedding would be like. <laughs> Your first wedding. I've thought about that too myself, my first wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> And then I thought about the time where, like, I phrased something in a similar way where I was just like, yeah, when my first husband, something like that in passing to you. My, when my third husband decides that he wants to go to the Rome on the holidays, I'll go. Sure. Or, like, my first spouse, yeah. whatever. But, like, I, I said that to you once. Some people say my future ex, this is my future ex-husband. They'll like joke and go that way. if they. But I love how specific my first wedding is. Because it's like assuming that you're going to have mo more weddings after that. You know? Right. And yeah. I said something oh, like well, that to you. Oh, my first wedding, I'd like to have a nice bouquet. A nice big bouquet of flowers. Second wedding, I'm not yeah. sure. First wedding, for sure, See, I'm going all out. Because I still stand by this. I think your second wedding, you can get more specific with your gift registry, where you're like, now I want the espresso. Because I already have all the dishes. I have all the accessories. I have all the things. Now you yeah. can get into the luxury items, because... <laughs> be like, hey, every gift on this list is over $1,000. Sure. I honestly don't think... I'm, it's, it's weird to say this. I'm at a spot in life. I don't think I need anything. Is that weird to say? No, not at all. Like, I'm just like, I can't think if someone's like, hey. My boy is here, flushed. anything on this site. With cash. No, it's He's not got like, everything. Sure, like, here's what I meant. I don't have the savings in the bank <laughs> and the retirement set up perfectly and all that stuff. But I mean, if I'm talking like actual material things, I don't have a lot of... I. I'm trying to think of something that I'm like lacking of something that I want to have or use. I'm no like, sure, one, there's always some fun thing to buy, but I don't need it. Here's the now. trick. No one needs but anything. Been, we have everything we need for the most, for most not, of uh, us. And, yeah. For most of us, we have everything I, I just, we need. I think it goes over time. Like it takes time to get there. Like there's sure. Like I, I had to buy stuff for years to get to the spot where I'm like, I have everything I ever thought. Oh, I want one of these. I want one of yeah. these. And now at like 41, I was going to say 40, but 41, I'm like, 
well, I've already got one of each kind of guitar. Sure, there's cool collector things I could get or other mics, but I'm like, I don't need anything to do the things I want to do, which is a cool spot to be. Because then you, I'm not like searching for stuff all the time, I think. That's really the, the thing. It. Yeah. But but with like, when you when you do a wedding, you got like two people deciding what they want to like put on a list and there's always going to be things that are added. So yeah, I would find quickly, if I ever get married again, that there's many things that are needed needed probably but i'm also yeah i'm not worried about it and i feel like i wouldn't want to have like a big get together and be like hey this is going to be an elope on the beach and hang out and then have a get together with friends later there that would be the, yeah the best there's kind of a quote that i mean there is a quote by Cher. she's on some talk show where like the host asks her the host asks her um something to the extent of like what do you want in a man or like mm -hmm. um oh gosh i wish i could remember exactly what, what it are you is. looking for in a guy you date or something, something like but yeah. it's like monetarily um attached to and she's like i am the man of something like she earns enough her answer is that she makes she can she doesn't need a man to provide anything to her because she oh yeah she share yeah no but this was like 30 40 years ago this was not oh, this is not now then. yeah she's like even I'm, then if, she was if, like if it makes my life better, a man cool. yeah, yeah i don't need them where like mm -hmm. i kind of i really like that not that it's just like man oriented but like I want to get no, to a just place. The confidence. I want to get to a place where I don't. I mean, I kind of have that now. No shade. Or no, I'm not bragging. But like where I don't no depend hate, no on anyone to provide for myself. Yeah. Um, That's what I feel now too, and it's nice. It's, it's nice really to know, like, because nice. the thing that's that's scary is you put your trust in someone else, and then if they. <laughs> they totally tank it then you're back i mean i it, i do think this after going through it once and being like where i thought i had it all figured out and then not having it figured out at this point i would never go back to the spot i was after my first divorce i wouldn't feel like just devastated and done i'd be like i've become a person where i can live on my own and i don't need someone to be fulfilled but it'd be fun to have like someone to do something yeah with. i and friends and like people to go you know have like that that close connection like a brain connection that's cool but it doesn't mean but i but i'm fine on my own too yeah but i ne never necessarily want to live outside of my means with or without a partner um, see i love living outside of my means no, I'm just kidding. I don't. But no, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you want to be like smart about what you're doing. And it's nice. I wish I would have saved more years ago. Sure. That's the only thing I tell young, I tell younger people now is like start the retirement account in your 20s. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then then I could retire in five years now and not need to worry about it. But instead I have to work longer. But yeah, all those, all those things. Yeah. So your first wedding... <laughs> You're going to play make big. I mean, not necessarily. I don't, I don't even like that many people. 
No, I just like the way I like, <laughs> I like the, the way, way it sounds. Like at my first wedding. Yeah. Yeah. My, my first, first wedding, wedding there's going to be a cake the size of a car. Yeah, I want to have. <laughs> just say it. Say it early. <laughs> I want to have Michaela Tucker on the podcast again, um, because that's kind of our. It's a shared joke of like that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not that I want this to be true. Cause it, I mean, honestly, it's just mm-hmm. a waste of money and time and emotions. Nothing's a waste of money. If you care about it, uh, you didn't let me finish though. The like having oh, yeah, multiple weddings slash relationships of like, yeah. if I have a third wedding, I don't want that. I want one. I, if you want one. ideally ideally one is the best i mean i don't even know if it's that though like i would be fine no maybe it's not no i'm not mean, getting married i'm saying if you if you yeah no exactly i'm saying like if you had to pick a number of marriages sure. to have one like, the you have most. to have one yeah the one is one's one better is too than far two or three yeah um one's too- <laughs> I mean, I, I think I I feel like I would go to two, and then after two, sure. I've been married four or five times. I'm like, I think you can just take the marriage part out of that equation, yeah. so you don't have to say this is my fifth marriage. How about it's just my fifth relationship or something? But yeah, yeah. Um, but like we kind of have this joke amongst ourselves about amongst the both of us of like of mm-hmm. like the more weddings. Of course, all of this is like in vain and in and in an extreme joke of like the more weddings i have the more like sluttier my weddings would be of like mm. <laughs> it's like uh, it, it, the first one was a white dress now we're going gray yeah. and now then we're like dress. all chrome yeah. like i want to have a chrome wedding dress where like it's just absurd you could just start there true just start with something like lady gaga gaga yeah <laughs> lady gaga she has yeah i want to do I, I need to post this thing i'm trying to time it right where like a couple um weeks ago i visited my family and my niece had drawn me she drew me a photo or she drew me a drawing she drew up a photo for me and then took a then took a, <laughs> then took a photo the and then picture. scanned it and then printed it yeah um mm, yeah she drew me a drawing of me and it said tia dolly tia means aunt in spanish mm-hmm. and it had I'm tio to my friend it had one too many like toes arms no toes <laughs> six where it was toes. like hands six toes but it was like spider-like toes like long lines yeah for well, toes. It's a kid's drawing too. Yeah. And in my mind, I have saved this video that I turned to that makes me so full of joy. And it's this girl in what I think is her interpretation of a female Edward Scissorhands. And it's like long, bladed oh, yeah. fingers. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. really funny. Um, and I hot dog fingers. Yeah. And I took a screenshot of the, or I took a photo of the drawing and then I attached this video to it for Instagram. Um, but mm-hmm. then recently I've been obsessed with the artist Rosalia and she's a Spanish artist from Spain who is, I, I guess she's like a formal, uh, 
uh oh gosh uh, operatic singer like she's formally trained oh, yeah but she sings the real deal yeah. she sings like modern everything from like reggaeton to like modern uh like pop songs or ballads and oh nice but has yeah, that range like super eclectic like yeah like amazing um and lady gaga was on a chromatic oh gosh chromatica don't come after me chromatica tour where she is walking with a breathalyzer mask on her and she has those edward yeah. scissor hands fingers oh and yeah. she lady gaga attached this rosalia song pisochito to her to thing. her thing and i'm just like how is that not me like it's so like representative <laughs> of this moment that my niece saw me without it is a hundred percent yeah so you have to knowing. take that picture with that i do and put that back to back i'm going to and, but don't do it on a story make a reel and put it on your actual page Ooh. so it stays forever that's smart i haven't done a reel yet Maybe that's my next move. Me neither. Apparently, that's the only thing Instagram <laughs> promotes now. They're like, well, uh, no, for real. They were People are like, well, doing a photo is a waste now. I was like, what do you mean? I posted a photo last week. They're like, it gets no traction. A reel will get like 1,500 watches in like an hour. Wow. Because they like promote reels and so it pops up on people's feeds and stuff. So my friend posted just a quick clip of us like tracking guitar and it got like, it like spikes and it got like it got 1500 views in like 20 minutes i was like wow but then a photo gets nothing Jeez. they the algorithm doesn't go for photos but anywho (laughs) we'll we'll wrap this up at episode 86 for the folks at home uh thanks for joining us for a riveting episode of all kinds of cool topics lady gaga and religion and time travel well maybe not time travel but just all kinds of cool things um i I love i just love time travel I have a closing for... And Dolly does, too. I have a closing. You can either yeah. use this for 85 or 86. You ready? No, this is... Well, you're still part of 86. So I know. we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for 86. I have a closing, though. For 86 or 85? Either one. Wherever you want to use this. Okay, and here's Dolly's closing for 86. To... To all the to all our friends, family, lovers, toxic relationships, past, failed relationships, enemies, um, people we've just friends. met. Who else am I missing? Family, friends, friends, um, our second grade teachers, cousins, cousins okay. first, second, and third. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Campanello. Ooh, yeah. your teacher or your cousin? Mrs. Campanello is my my cousin's teacher. No, <laughs> kidding, was my my teacher. <laughs> yeah, here's to you. This is my message for you specifically to this giant gambit of people. We love you so much. We hope you and for unto you and to yours. <laughs> It's just like it's like partial phrases, just rolling and rolling, and unto thine own, <laughs> unto thine own wings of eternal bliss.
you enjoy tonight and you like us, you follow us, you share us with your friends and your families and your lovers and your cousins for second, third, and fourth. <laughs> no, it goes and- full circle again. <laughs> down the list and it repeats everything i think we've covered the groups listen no we truly okay here we go we appreciate you no that's all it is we're keeping all that <laughs> yeah no for sure you don't have to start I'm not over starting yeah, over okay. i was adding oh, okay. to onto it oh, oh, oh okay add 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um thanks for listening um sincerely thank you for listening um we have done more than a year of podcasting that's true for sure a year and a half yeah over a year and a half even though straight yeah, yeah yeah um thanks for listening please share uh please share our podcast because it, it does mean a lot to us uh thanks for following us at sdb.pod on instagram um please message us uh we'd love to hear from you um anything or at shooting debris podcast at gmail.com boom so far, no messages. So far, no messages. There. So please but change it. It has it all. You be the inspiration for our next episode. Um, we love you. Um, and I hope you find joy in the rest of the week, the month, the year, second year, <laughs> the third year. Great. Okay. And I'm going to just cut her off there because it's just going to keep going. Thanks for joining us for episode 86. We'll see you next week. Bye.